Hello, everybody, and welcome to TeacherCast Podcast. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for making TeacherCast your home for professional development. And I hope everybody's had a great holiday weekend and enjoyed all the turkey and Thanksgiving celebrations. If you're in my neck of the woods, you have been inundated with tons of work on shopping and, and, and everything going on. But today, we are going to be talking all about the Skypeathon, which is going to be happening next weekend, November 29th and 30th. It is the annual celebration where, where educators get together and video conference. And today, we're going to be talking all about the great stuff happening and how you can have your class connect with the Skypeathon. There's, of course, several great things that you can do to be our participant in this and all of our educational broadcasts. You can find us on Twitter at TeacherCast. Leave us a voice message over at TeacherCast.net slash voicemail. Email us at feedback at TeacherCast.net. And, of course, you can subscribe to this and all of our shows over on TeacherCast.net slash audio and teachercast.net slash video. And once again, thank you guys so much out there for joining us. It is the Skypeathon season, November 29th and 30th. I have two amazing guests on here. Microsoft Innovative Educator Steve Isaacs, welcome to the program. Welcome to the TeacherCast podcast. Thanks, Jeff. Good to be here. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Steve. You are also a New Jersey teacher, right? I am a New Jersey teacher. Um, yeah, so... I mean, I teach uh, video game design and development at William Madden Middle School in Basking Ridge, uh, which is a public school. Uh, not too many schools have a program in video game design and development. So that's kind of unique and exciting. And, uh, you know, and, and I'm super excited. I'm glad that you you ended up uh, doing this show on uh, Skypeathon because we had a phenomenal experience last year and we're excited about it again you know, coming in a few days. Certainly interested in learning a little bit about that and how your students reached out to people all around the world. But first, I want to bring on our other guest, Miss Mary Allen Curran, uh, TEDx speaker, digital citizenship expert, uh, speaker at the Twitter headquarters recently. Mary Alice, welcome to the show. How are you today? Hey, fantastic. And um, Steve, I just have to say, uh, former middle school teacher myself, so I like you even more. <laughs> Thanks. Just because of that connection. Mary Alice, tell us a little bit about yourself. So, uh, yeah, I was a middle school teacher, middle school principal. I was a faculty member, associate professor at the University of uh, St. Joseph in West Hartford, Connecticut, most recently involved with uh, DigiSit Summit and the DigiSit Institute. And so I feel like the last, I don't know, uh, seven years or so, it's really been specific about digital citizenship before ed tech, but um, really excited about um, the Skypeathon, and I'm really excited to to support this three nation uh, challenge um, happening across the pond. And uh, I actually have a grandmother who went to boarding school in Paisley, Scotland. So shh, I'm I'm for Team Scotland out of that <laughs> three nation uh, challenge that's going on. And we're interested in learning all about that. Of course, anybody out there who's interested in learning more about the Skypeathon can go over to Skypeathon.com. That's S K Y P E. A-T-H-O-N.com. There are three things that you need to do if you're going to be participating in the Skypeathon. The first thing is to go over to the Skypeathon.com and join the Microsoft Educator Community. It is a free resource filled with thousands of amazing educators that are out there connecting, sharing resources that want to be a part of your classroom and want to help out. I am a, a member of that. I know Steve is and Mary Alice is too, and it is a great place to go out there and reach out. The second thing, of course, is to find a classroom with experts to connect with. And it's not just teachers. Uh, Microsoft um, innovative educators are, of course, out there willing to Skype with you. 
industry professionals, Microsoft employees are there. Check out the great bunch of resources. And if you're still looking for some information, we have a link on our show notes here for a sway that was produced by Microsoft Education on how you can participate and make the most out of it. I know last year when they tried it, they had over a million miles of classrooms that were back and forth Skyping with each other. This year, I know they have a goal to break 3 million miles, and we want to help them out. If you are a member of the Skyping team or if you are Skyping with your classroom, we would certainly love to hear about it and share your stories. Email us over at feedback at teachercast.net. Steve, I want to start with you. Talk to us a little bit about your experiences last year with the Skypeathon. Uh, so, I, I, as you know, teaching game design and development, and having you know a philosophy that I have about having my kids, you know, be able to reach out and get resources wherever they they can. It's really important to bring professionals into the classroom. So that was the approach I, I primarily took last year. So we had uh, people like um, Garrett Zimmer, uh, PB Jelly Games, who is not is a YouTuber, but also creates amazing content and is a game designer using Minecraft as his primary game design engine. So it was great for my kids to be able to interact with him and hear about his approach. Um, we had, uh, gosh, we had Kara Williams, who uh, did her doctorate pro- or her doctoral thesis on using um, the PlayStation 4 and Little Big Planet 3, which is a tool my kids use to create games. So it was really neat also to have her share that experience. Uh, we had somebody who worked on the Disney Infinity team and other uh, game developers. And it was just, you know, it was remarkable to just have these sessions throughout the couple of days. Uh, I, I try to do it beyond the days of the Skypeathon, but the Skypeathon is a great motivator to kind of, you know, you know, really fill my schedule and, and book that up. So, so this year, you know, I'm excited to have um, some people from the Xbox team uh, who work in game design, uh, one of the developers and community people from Kahoot. And um, uh, Garrett will join us again with a couple of YouTube stars and things. Um, Steve, I hope you say his name right, Shkolny. <laughs> I'm sure I did not say it right. Um, he's the developer of something called 3D Sunshine, which my students have been using with the HTC Vive to create. Uh, basically, it's it allows you to use to create in a, like a Minecraft world in virtual reality. And the product is something my kids love. So I'm super excited for them to interact with, you know, him knowing that they're using his product. So that's that's the kind of thing we've done um, in addition to some mystery Skype and that sort of thing. Steve, it kind of sounds like you're kind of kind of sounds like that's authentic learning. I can't I can't wait. Mm -hmm. I had to jump in. But I mean, I want to be back in a classroom. I want to be a student because you couldn't provide that type of experience um, without this ability to break down four walls and yeah. make these connections. It's, it's, it's amazing. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, I love it. I, the, just the mere fact that we can, like you say, do that. And, and, you know, most people are willing to come in and Skype with a class for 20 minutes, a half hour, you know, when in this, you know, these days, you know, people's time is precious, but, but they're, they're willing and excited to do that. I, I, I found so many of the people I've reached out to are more than, willing and excited to to work with the kids you know and it's like i say it's so pretty easy really being that they're 
you know, Skyping from their home office or wherever they might be. Steve, I want to ask a little bit about how you started all of this. I mean, you clearly are somebody who is a well-connected educator and you went on to the um, Microsoft educator community. Was it difficult to find people willing to come into your classroom? It really was not. But uh, like you said, I think being, you know, a connected educator and and spending, I, I do put a lot of energy into making those connections and, and that's, but that's grown over, over time. But again, I think, you know, once you find other people to help you make those connections too, it, it is not all that difficult. And, you know, while I used the Microsoft community a bit, um, I find that, you know, reaching out through Twitter and other social channels has been real effective. Um, one of the things I've been doing is I'll tweet out something about, you know, the fact that we're participating in the Skype-a-thon with an image, um, you know, and I'll tag people that I would like to Skype with and, and see who responds. Um, that's, been, that's been helpful in addition to using the, the like you had mentioned, the actual community site where you can find experts that are willing and already signed up on the site. That obviously works out great as well. Now, Mary Alice, Steve, as we said, is you know well-connected educator. He's on Twitter. He's on Facebook. He's got all these great connections. We also have a connection together where we are in a Twitter group with more than 50 educators globally, all focused on next week's Skypeathon. Could you tell us a little bit about that Twitter group and a little bit about why it was formed? Okay, so that whole group, that whole group DM with over 50 people um, was originally started by William Jenkins. And uh, as a way to really promote that three nation challenge for the Skypeathon, and um, to get so it's not just you know we're we're the opportunity to be able to engage before it happens, and I think that there might be even some newbies as well as like experts. I mean, it's got the full range in that group, and um, and it's an opportunity to to make those relationships beforehand. Like I can tell you, I'm no longer in a classroom, but like this time last year when I participated in the Skypeathon, you know, I was a faculty member, and so my ed tech courses, I you know, I was always saying I would be an audience or I was connecting my pre-service teachers, um, you know, with other classrooms or, you know, I had graduate students as well. And so I would, you know, as part of the course, you were, you know, participating in the Skypeathon, perhaps for the very first time. And to me, that's really the exciting part, like listening to Steve, like, I just want to be a student in this classroom. But I mean, this is something that is available for absolutely everybody. And and the Skypeathon in particular, I feel like is just that opportunity um, to, to, to just give it a chance. So, you know, William, uh, this time last year, we did um, this hashtag connected educator appreciation day. Uh, C-E-D-U-A-D. And, you know, it was Black Friday, day after Thanksgiving, and we were giving love to connected educators. Um, this year's challenge was really, um, I feel like, focused on having a practice run with the Skype and to reach out to, a, um, I think, as William would call it, a supplier. Steve, I think you were calling it a developer. That's right. <laughs> one in the same thing. But um, to have that opportunity and find out the why behind a company. So just yeah. yesterday, I reached out to the UK and I got to talk to Ed Merger about DGrumbler, which is this amazing um, application for teachers 
about homework. And so to stop that, like grumbling, the de-grumbler, <laughs> and it's not a notification um, application. It's more of a planning and organ organizational tool. Fantastic. Um, and he's got, I, I got to hear the why about from the perspective of a teacher and a parent. And the tool really is for like the whole community. So it, yes, it helps the teacher, but it helps the parents. It helps the students. And so I took the challenge yesterday. I've got a couple other calls with um, two other um supplier slash developers um, before the Skypeathon, And then I've made myself available. Um, I'm just an audience. And I also, through the Digital Citizenship Institute, I have my own um, account on Microsoft Education as Mary Alice Curran, but I also have it through the Digital Citizenship Institute. So if anybody wants to talk about digital citizenship, I'll do it during the Skypeathon. I'll be in an audience, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll be an expert, um, but I'll keep this up all year long. Yeah, um, I'm glad you brought up the you know the two sides of it. Um, as a Minecraft mentor, I also am available uh, to speak, and I'm excited that um, there's a a classroom. I've actually had a couple of sessions with one classroom in New Delhi, India, and another person from India reached out, and we were able to schedule it during this Skypeathon. So, of course, playing with the time zones and things, I'll be. Uh, you know, speaking to them late at night, my time early, you know, in their school day, the following day. Uh, but it's really, really neat to be the one that can also be, you know, offering, right. offering that and speaking with with a class out there is for sure. And I think that speaks volumes there, Steve, you know, as an MIE expert myself, being able to connect with a global audience being able to collect with and, and just just fellowship with, with other mies to be out there and really connect doesn't matter which side of the time zones you're on having that ability to reach out for help and having other people be able to reach out to you for help is is really what it's all about i have an opportunity to, to to speak with a lot of mies and i always ask the question what does being an mie mean to you and the answer the the number one answer that always comes up is it's family it's yeah. it's just having this this bond with other with other educators that are out there that is absolutely tremendous. If you're looking to learn more about the MIE community, of course you can find out more information over at education.microsoft.com. But we're talking a lot about how easy this is. I want to kind of bring up some of the the, the technical stuff, you know, I and, and just briefly here. But Steve, talk to us a little bit about your classroom. When you're looking to do Skype with somebody, what kind of equipment do you have, and, and what's set up in your classroom? Is this something that you can have thirty kids on a microphone, or do they come up to a computer? Tell us how easy this could be for any classroom. Yeah, I've done it different ways. Um, I will say you know, do, do a test run first. Um, you know, when it comes to, to Skype and, and, and things, um, you know, it's good to have gone through the whole process of connecting with, even if it's not the same person you're going to connect with directly, but just test out, you know, your video and microphone. Um, but I, many times I've just used my laptop, which has a built-in camera and, you know, have the kids be able to, I happen to have a couple of large screen TVs in my room. So viewing is not an issue, but the speaking with the guest typically would have a kid come up to the computer. Um, I, you know, I've done everything from an external mic. Uh, if it's me presenting, I'll usually use a headset, but of course with a classroom that doesn't work. So you're talking about potentially a microphone. Um, I use a, a USB mic that's nothing overly fancy. Um, I would, you know, at some point I'd love to you know, maybe have a, you know, a, a better, 
microphone just in terms of being able to pick up more uh, without, you know, without like right now, the kids, whoever's going to ask a question might come right up to the computer, but that's fine. Uh, but yeah, and then we also, sometimes I'll even do it with, um, you know, I have, I have an Xbox set up with, um, with the um, Connect, and that has, you know, a, a camera and microphone that picks up pretty well itself. So there are so many different configurations, but it does not have to be overly technical or complex, that's for sure. You know, Mary Alice, I, I think I would love to be a student these days. My, I, I just heard a teacher say the phrase, oh, yeah, I have an Xbox in my classroom. Okay, that I did not ever have an Xbox in my classroom. <laughs> in fact, when I first started teaching, I didn't even have email. It was 1993. Right. <laughs> so, you know, when I first started, I didn't get my first email address till 1998. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I mean, I started, <laughs> gosh, I guess we, we started around the same time. But it's been, a, been kind of interesting to see it evolve, that's for sure. So clearly we're talking about Skypeathon 2.0. I mean, Steve, you said <laughs> you've done this before. You, you've got yes. a, a stable full of educators. Talk to us about Skypeathon 1.0. Where can we get started? I mean, I know we've talked about these things of something called a mystery Skype. Could could you explain yeah. what that is? And if a teacher is just looking to dip their toe into the water, uh, you know, never trying any of this stuff before, what advice would you give? And then I'll give Mary Alice a turn on the same question here. Uh, on that note, mystery Skype is super fun and super easy. Um Whoever, you know, they came up with it a while ago. It's just such a brilliant idea because what you essentially do is you're meeting with a classroom that um, you don't know where they are. They don't know where you are. Each kid essentially asks a yes, no. Well, you go in order and one class will ask a yes, no question. The other team will have to answer accordingly. So you might, you know, fun strategies. You might want to um, split the world in half, you know. So are you in you know, are you in Europe, you know, and then, you know, you'll go from there or whatever, or, or, or what, you know, what have you. Um, if it's two U.S., you know, countries, are you to the west of the Mississippi or whatnot? Um, and then what's kind of neat is you have the kids working, trying to take, you know, some degree of, of, of note of, you know, what they're eliminating on the map and maybe take out a map and work on it and whatnot. And they're playing this game back and forth to try to figure out, as close as they can where the other class is from. And it's just a great way to get, because you have the kids interacting with the other kids and it's a lot of laughs and a lot of fun. Uh, very easy way to get started. You know, it, it, you know, the, yeah, very easy. Um, but I do love the idea also of considering bringing in the guest speakers, because I think that's another easy point of entry, especially because, you know, the speaker you're bringing in, is probably in an, in a situation where they're you know have a pretty stable setup and they're speaking to your class and your class is you know in a position to ask questions and benefit in such an authentic way. So I think both are great and neither of them are overly complex, but uh, definitely mystery Skype's a lot of fun. There's certainly several great lessons that we can come out of when it comes to the Skypeathon here. Mary Alice, let me let me kind of throw you the softball. Can can mystery Skype? Can the Skypeathon teach our kids about digital citizenship? Oh my gosh! I have to tell you, I feel like my two—I mean, for digital citizenship, if we can help get students blogging, and if we could help students doing whether they're mystery Skypes or mystery read-alouds, um, and you know, I've done a lot of these, um, you know, with my teacher preparation programs, 
and uh, it, it's it's fantastic. So the students for a mystery Skype, you know, they all have like roles and um, someone's the map reader and someone's running the question. And, you know, you just I, I've been in classrooms to see it happen. I've been on the other end and watched it virtually happen. But to see students, everybody, it's like a, a beehive mm -hmm. and, it, you know, everybody has a voice. And it's a it's a, a great way into digital citizenship. But I'll tell you, as a parent, unfortunately, now. Uh, Jeff knows this because um, my 10 year old, my fourth grader has been on the show before, but he is not in, he's in a traditional school. So he learns differently at home than he does at school. Mm -hmm. um, and so he has opportunities like to learn with the, his whole, his line is if you want us to learn about the world, we have to learn with the world. And so we're doing these Skypes. Um, we're actually doing a Pokemon Go Skype with Scotland. We're waking up extra early next week. He's so excited to be able to connect with this classroom. But, you know, um, for anybody that's starting out with this, I feel like, you know, you don't have to join a global audience. You could just pick somebody in your school across the hall or okay. another school in the district. But I can tell you last year in this untraditional school, I totally, you're going to love this. I, I pulled a fast one. I went in as the guest reader, like a real live person as a guest reader. And then um, I don't know if you know Derek Larson, but he's awesome and you should. He was already planned and I set up a Google Hangout. And on that Google Hangout, I brought in my mystery reader and so, I mean, it was like introducing this school that's completely traditional, my own son's school, into a new concept. And it was, before it was a mystery Skype, it was just, they were reading a book. And um, they got to enjoy this virtual book. Um, and Derek happened to be in Utah. So then we got to kind of practice a mystery Skype. I mean, as long as you're making the connections, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. I love the different activities. I was thinking uh, while you were talking there, Mary Alice, I, I was recently recording one of the Microsoft Innovative Educator Spotlight Series podcasts, and the, the guest came on and talked a little bit about what they do. And, and instead of doing a mystery Skype where you try to figure out what, where the classroom is, they bring the curriculum into it. They do a mystery animal Skype. And it, it's the same idea of like the guess who kind of a thing. But, you know, Steve might say, I am a four-legged amphibian that does something something. And then the other class has to guess which animal it is. They've got mystery numbers. I mean, there's just so many different ways to make those connections. And then it's like the same thing with blogging. You have an authentic audience. And that's really, I feel like, the piece that is most significant, but specifically when it comes to digital citizenship. Mm -hmm. Definitely having that reflection period at the end is, is amazing. And I love the fact that... Again, I, I, I can't say it enough. It's easy to do. The technology is there. You can open up a Surface tablet or a desktop or a Chromebook or anything that you have, and, and you've got a video camera there. You can go into these different things. There's, of course, several ways that you can participate in this year's Skypeathon. The best way that you can do it is to head on over to Skypeathon.com and sign up for the Microsoft educator community and and reach out find an educator reach out to steve or mary alice or any of the mies and and say hey can you help me out or hey would you be able to skype your classroom into it it is certainly a valuable thing help microsoft out help us out try to break three million miles of connecting classrooms um i am certainly looking forward to it in closing here mary alice what advice would you give to any first-time teacher and then let's wrap it up with where can we reach out to you if we would like to have you Skype with our class. 
Well, I, I have said that I will stay up late. I will wake up early. I mean, the thing with social media is that, you know, geography knows no boundaries, but we haven't gotten beyond figuring out time zone differences. That that hasn't, you know, that is can be difficult. But there are people that are so willing. Um, and so whether that's going to be on Twitter um, and that you're reaching out, whether, I, you know, it's through the MIE um, community, but, you know, even if you wanted to, to follow the feed, I know that lurking, you know, sounds like something that's creepy. But even if you wanted to lurk and uh, or you wanted to go in and see somebody doing, um, you know, being participating in the Skypeathon. But the, the important part is, I mean, it's two days, which is fantastic. And I do think they'll get all those miles. But to, you know, try to embed this into what you do on a regular basis, I mean, all students everywhere, whatever grade it's going to be, really, this is the type of learning that every student deserves. Steve, what advice would you have for anybody who's looking to maybe kick their Skypeathon up a notch? Um, well, first, I'd like to, to just reiterate what Mary Alice said, because I, I definitely think that the two days is, is a nice starting point. But um, to realize that this is accessible all the time is is phenomenal. Um, to kick it up a notch, I mean, you know, Think big. Who would you love to bring into your classroom? Uh, I think we often think that people are inaccessible or uninterested or unavailable. And I think that's not true. And I think, you know, some pretty awesome, incredible people are willing to come in and talk to your students. And, uh, you know, I mean, my kids have been pretty excited over the years. We've had uh, Mike Watanabe, who's uh, the voice of Tim from Brain Pop has come in and, and talked to the kids. Um, we've had, you know, game developers, uh, YouTubers, you know, there are so many, you know, and, and this is what's relevant and exciting to the kids. And in my case, it's it's directly related to our content. Um, so definitely, you know, think big and, and don't be bashful. Um, you know, it, it doesn't hurt to ask uh, and you'll be surprised, I think. If you're out there looking to participate in the Skypeathon, again, check out skypeathon.com and let us know who you're Skyping with. We would certainly love to hear from you guys. I want to say thank you to Mary Alice Curran and Steve Isaacs for coming on the show. And of course, I hope that you guys have a chance to reach out to him. And if you're interested, reach out to us on the podcast. There's, of course, several ways that you can do that. You can find us on Twitter at TeacherCast. Leave us a voice message over at teachercast.net slash voicemail. Email me over at feedback at teachercast.net. And this and all of our shows are archived over at teachercast.net slash audio and teachercast.net slash video. And if you're interested in becoming an MIE or an MIE yourself, I certainly encourage you to subscribe to our Microsoft Innovative Educator Expert Spotlight Series podcast, which you can find all of our information and shows archived over at teachercast.net slash MIE Spotlight. On behalf of everybody here on the TeacherCast Educational Broadcasting Network, my name is Jeff Bradbury, encouraging you to keep up the great work in your classroom and continue sharing your passions with your students.